Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. Importance of Learning CPR The fairly recent collapse of the football player Damar Hamlin gives a reminder of how important it is to know basic CPR. The first thing you should do in an emergency is call 911. But in some cases, those few minutes spent waiting for a medical professional are precious. A CPR certification may enable you to effectively assist the victim until the first responders arrive and can take over. Bystanders often do not know what to do when somebody suffers a cardiac arrest, so most people who suffer cardiac arrest don't get immediate help. According to the American Heart Association, less than 40% of people who experience cardiac arrest outside of a hospital receive CPR, and less than 12% are treated with an automated external defibrillator. Damar Hamlin suffered from cardiac arrest and luckily was in a place where trained emergency medics could assist him right away. But most, unfortunately, are not so lucky. Mm-hmm. In a sudden cardiac arrest, the heart ceases to pump blood because of an electrical malfunction. Doctors say that many heart attacks can be compared to a plumbing problem, while sudden cardiac arrests are often electrical problems. In its later care, the heart is in a state of electrical chaos. There is no blood pressure because the heart doesn't beat. The time you have to respond to cardiac arrest is limited. Unless there is some kind of intervention within 10 minutes, 90% of people in this situation will die. Having more than one person with CPR training can be beneficial if an emergency occurs in a restaurant, crowded shopping mall, or grocery store. A single person performing CPR may get tired or frustrated depending on how long it takes for an ambulance to arrive. In this case, a second CPR trainee can step in and relieve the first. Until help arrives, they could alternate applying their CPR skills. The more people that are trained in CPR, the better. CPR can save someone's life or even your own. It's crucial to get trained and it's easily accessible. If it's something you're interested in learning, you can reach out to your local Red Cross or just Google your location and CPR training. So I can't stress the importance of this. Leon and I, we were in Vegas celebrating our birthday and we went to go see, you know, some live music. At one of the shows, this man kind of passes out uh, right next to Liana and mm-hmm. drops to the floor and Liana taps me on the shoulder and kind of points him. It's, it's loud, so we can't really talk. Mm-hmm. And I could see that this was not drunkenly passed out. Mm-hmm. He was had, had no color in his face, like mm-hmm. immediately. And it was outside and it was dark, So, I'm, but I could still see that like he had no color in his face. Mm-hmm. So I immediately kind of dropped down on my knees, reached for a pulse. He had no pulse. I gave him two cardiac compressions Mm -hmm. and he came about after, as I was about to do my third one, he just kind of sat right back up again. Um, And then obviously had to go to the ER because he's had a heart attack. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, uh, so it's important. You never know when somebody's going to pass out next to you that those two chest compressions brought him back to life. 
um, and enough for him to be able to get to the ER where I'm sure they performed a procedure where they either kind of broke open the clot or they put stents or he got a, uh, a bypass surgery. Dr. Derry, I don't want to like gonna... move past that so quickly. Like I know you're a doctor, but like you just saved that man's life. That is amazing and that's wonderful. Buccal fat removal now becomes a new trend. A recent beauty trend, the surgical removal of buccal fat, which purports to give people a slimmer, more chiseled face, is receiving pushback by those who prefer their naturally round baby cheeks. According to Google Trends, searches for buccal fat removal shot up dramatically in the past few years. A number of celebrities have been rumored to have had the buccal fat removed, and some even publicly have come out promoting it. This has sparked both supporters and detractors. And this irreversible procedure, irreversible, people, irreversible, surgeons remove a gumball-sized piece of fat from both cheeks to shape the face. Since this fat and fat in the face generally thins out already over time, getting the procedure early in life can make some people look gaunt or skeletal as they age. Those who oppose it have even compared it to ghost face from the screen films. <laughs> Performing the surgery under local anesthesia, if not accompanied by other procedures, takes anywhere from 20 to 60 minutes. Aside from the cheek numbness and temporary bleeding, complications are minimal. In rare cases, asymmetry in the face can occur when surgeons accidentally damage salivary ducts or facial nerves. In one doctor's experience, New York-based plastic surgeon Darren Smith, buccal fat removal is typically preferred by people with fuller faces. Smith recommends buccal fat removal to people who have plump round faces and may wish to slim them out a little bit. Social media is a major driver of interest in the surgical trend, but some users suggest it's time to bid farewell to all the trendy facial features and body shapes. Some suggest that this is just another money-making trend and that after everyone gets their buccal fat removed, the next trend will be chair faces, something <laughs> that is already gaining traction. One Twitter user suggests we as a society cannot keep getting cosmetic surgery to stay in style because celebrities do, or just to look like a celebrity du jour. Doing this will only fill the pockets of the surgeons and not lead to a better life. Women especially tend to be vulnerable to being influenced and jumping on the latest bandwagon of beauty. But when it involves irreversible surgery, it's important to take your time before making that decision. There is a pushback on social media from a number of physicians, cosmeticians, and everyday users who urge caution about the procedure. Once your buccal fat is gone, there is no way to get it back. A buccal fat incision is not something you should do just because you saw it on Instagram. And I have seen it, Dr. Derry. I've seen so many people doing it, posting about it, showing off, telling everybody to do it. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's good about social media and there's bad about social media. And I think that this is this falls in the bad of social media of where, where we, you know, are jumping from trend to trend. And, you know, it's hard listening as, as, a, as a middle-aged man who has been gaining weight, you know, over the course of the last couple of years, despite, and you know, a very, very like healthy diet and exercise, whatever. I, I'm not crazy about the changes my body are going through because that's life. And I'm subjected to the forces of life and aging and gravity and all that comes with it. I look at, I look at the pictures of when I was 20 and I'm like, 
dang. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it has not occurred to me to, to do body modifications. And, and um, I often say the greatest challenge in life is to age gracefully. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and you know, we're and we're not knocking anyone that decides to get a cosmetic procedure, but it's just something like this that is completely irreversible that you may seriously end up regretting later on in life because your face is going to thin out anyway as you get older. Right. That's right. that's just what's sad because I don't know if people are informed about that before making this decision to remove that buccal fat, and that makes me sad for them. Um, yeah. And so that that's what this is about. So not knocking yeah. anybody that decides to do no. something, but you know, I just wish people didn't feel the pressure to do this. Of course. Yeah. And we don't want to be cheeky about it either. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter Podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Hickerson, at hopehickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right.